Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Ship, the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I'm Genesis, the girl who has a million different reasons to answer this question tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm Pravada, the girl who, when thinking about how to answer this question for our patron chat today, realized I might have a problem. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll get to that. Ooh. All right, so of course, tonight is where all of our lovely shipsters get to join in and weigh in on a topic. Have Bat Knight and Apollo, Cloudy and Wynn. Oh, and welcome in. Well, everybody unmute and we'll all say hi. Hello there. Hello. Hi. Hello. All right. That was a good, um, um, what's it called? Oh gosh, I'm blanking. The hello there was good. There we go. Obi-Wan. Impersonation. Impersonation. That's the word I was looking for. I knew it was Obi-Wan. always what I put in chat. I'll even acknowledge, I'll put like in Obi-Wan voice. Hello there. So I got to do it live this time. And tonight we have a pretty open-ended question to go through. And that is, how do you choose who to romance? We've talked about so many different characters. We've talked about like the reasons the relationship's good, the reasons the relationships aren't so good. How do you choose how to get into it in the first one? Okay. That cough with the word Jacob underneath it. If if I'm going to start this episode out wearing angry pants, that is fine. But what did you mean by that? I don't know. I had a cough. And a rule that not to make you angry. So please ignore my cough. <laughs> no, I want to talk about it just because that's how the how the Mass Effect Lorecast episode also ended with like we were talking about how I was like, here I am. Our most recent episode was about Jacob Taylor, and it, somebody popped off with like, oh, I hate that romance, and I was like, no, we're gonna have a discussion about it. So, have you listened to the Jacob Taylor Mass Effect Three episode? Oh, absolutely. And yet you... I listened to it at work. Okay. I did. But, okay. Having never... I don't play as a femship. I've Mm -hmm. I've said this before. I always role play what I feel comfortable doing, and I'm not a woman, so I don't play as one. Uh, So I I had never really seen that. Mm -hmm. Now, I call him, you know, the bland leading the bland, but that isn't necessarily a mark against him. That's just, you know, I have co-workers that I don't think have much of a personality they are focused on work so I don't have I didn't have any negative feelings about him going into that episode because I didn't romance the guy Mm -hmm. 
so then listening to your guys' episode, I was like, holy crap. So I learned quite a bit. And so while I won't necessarily – the cough wasn't to say that there was anything wrong with the character. I do agree very much with what you guys said in that that character was done dirty. So it, yeah. it, it, it's not a mark against him, but it is still not an example of a good romance. So you, when you said there are evidence of good romances, there are evidence of bad ones. That is overall a bad romance, cue Lady Gaga. But <laughs> – you know, yeah. it's not necessarily a mark against Jacob. It's just overall a bad scene. Right. And so I apologize for calling you out right on the spot about it. But I wanted to defend it that I don't think that Jacob is the reason that it's a bad relationship, that it's a bad romance. It's Shepard's fault. So if anybody should be coughing against it, it should be Shepard. You know, Shepard is the shitty romance in that option. Well, I mean, just in that version, because obviously Shepard does has positive romances with some of the oh, other absolutely. characters. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Shepard's the <laughs> the main romance in a lot of the relationships that come up on this show, uh, and both of them are amazing. And those, it's just that in the Jacob romance, Shepard is shitty, not Jacob. Oh, but I wanted to get that done and out of the way because. I am here to defend Jacob Taylor now. That is my stance. <laughs> so, obviously, actually, that was a good opening, a good opening starter to it. So your romance options are most of the time limited by who you can romance in the game. So would one yes. of the main, like, how do you choose who to romance? Is that strictly based off of who I is have- available to you? That Well, I mean, that plays a part of it, but I mean, that plays a part of it in the real world. You know, I can't romance anybody in the real world. I have to, you know, get to know these people. And so when it comes to role playing games, I often, often play it with the same mentality. Every game I go into, it's if I had these abilities and I was in this situation, what would I do? I never go in with the intent of. I'm going to be the most noble good guy ever, or I'm going to be the giant, the biggest a-hole. It's literally, what would I do in that situation if I had this ability to do this? And so with my romance options, it's very much the same thing. You know, I'm getting to, as I'm getting to know these characters, you know, maybe it's a subtle, you know, a, a side comment they make, or like when you find out a certain character in your party is a fan of, you know, movies or if i'm being honest with my you know with mass effect 2 my first mass effect 2 playthrough it was just dear god this woman's gorgeous so you know i it's different options depending on the playthrough of what would i do in that scenario or at least the first time the first playthrough i i tend to go with that mentality sometimes it's okay well i romanced her in the last playthrough i'm doing a second playthrough i don't want to do the exact same story so let me romance somebody else yeah that makes sense. Anybody else have feelings on gender locked romances and things like that? Or what Pat and I was talking about? Well, mine has changed over the years. When I was 18 or when I was way younger playing Dragon Age, it was, I thought freaking Morgan was hot. So I'm a romancer. Now that's totally changed. Now I'm going to romance the person that I actually like the most. It's why. Like, it's why I like Tali's romance the most because of all the characters I would, in real life, I would like to 
be Tali's friend. I would I would want to go out with Tali in real life. So it's for me, it's changed as I've gotten older away away from simply who's the hottest to who do I genuinely like the most. I can definitely also feel that too with age becomes more, you know, it's like, hmm, uh, trying to find the person that you actually get along with, not just the person that you want to bang right now because <laughs> you're hot. Uh, but I will definitely it's say that that's still a key factor for me. I feel like if I am more physically attracted to one character over another, I'm probably going to pick the one that I'm more physically attracted to. I did that with uh, Alistair and Zev on my first playthrough because I was like, Alistair's way more physically my type than little wafy elf boy. See, I'm like the opposite. Like, I don't, I'm bi, so I don't care what your gender is. And I typically like people for their personality more than like how they look. The only thing is, is I don't really ever go for soldiers. So if you're ever like a heavyweight class, I never go for those characters. Uh, there's just like, I don't know. I just don't really like them. So it's like, it's nice playing games when I don't really care about the character's gender. Cause I'm like, the world is my oyster. I have so many options. <laughs> It's literally it's usually, scary how similar we are. I know. <laughs> exactly. No, it's usually exactly. the actions speak louder than the words. That's how I pick them. I think the first like video game romance I ever did that was like significant anyway was with Alistair when Dragon Age Origins came out in 2009. And I didn't know what demisexual was back then, but I definitely know what it is now. And I fall very neatly into those like the description of what a demisexual person is. So for me, that's what it's all about. And I usually tend to go for the same type of person that is apparently also Cloudy's type. <laughs> we literally romance like these same exact people. It's scary. But yeah, so that's how I always choose. And what I meant when I earlier said I have a problem, I think it's because like, for whatever reason, the person I'm most attractive to usually has some element of like danger about them. I can tell they're a little bit bad for me, but I don't care. Like Solus, for example, is, I could tell he was dangerous. And Garrus even too, like, especially Mass Effect 2, like when, when you can first romance him, like he's not doing good, but I'm just like, ooh, I'll help fix you. You know, I distinctly, there's this moment and like, that's why I was like, I, I don't know if it's a problem because it worked out for me in my life, but I distinctly remember this one moment when I first was meeting my husband, like, over a decade ago, we would just talk all the time. And I remember this one time as we were talking, I was just looking at him and I was like, he's really messed up. Like, should I do this? Like I just, cause I had just gotten out of like a couple months before out of a very bad relationship. And I was like, I didn't know what kind of baggage this man had, but I could tell he had some and I didn't care. I was like, yes, let's do it. I have baggage too. And 10 years later, we're married and have a kid now. So that's just how I get, I don't know why. Like I just saw he needed some some healing and i'm like I, I have a good soul i'll help heal you sir you know that's that's apparently my thing that i do and that's how i choose my romances too garris needs some help i still believe i will hold out hope that i can heal solace that's that's what i'm waiting on come on dreadwolf daemon targaryen shipster then oh a what a daemon targaryen the shipster I don't do incest as a twin. It's just something very icky to me because there's just too many people who like the twin incest thing, Cersei, Jamie, just in like 
random like anime god that's like such a trope in anime to have twincest i am against it so i'm just i don't know i mean i like daemon targaryen objectively i can see why everyone's attracted to him but it's disgusting that he loves his niece who's like half his age and was an actual child when he first made moves on her so yeah i'm not i'm not for that one hello mystios and welcome in it's been a while right on that note welcome mystios what's up everybody what's up man oh happy to have you back busy i've been watching the shows listening just finally was able to catch up (laughs) yay i'm very very happy and tonight the topic is how do you choose who to romance we haven't really gotten any format to this show tonight we're all just kind of popping in and talking about our different feelings on it and things like that but yeah no when when i was thinking about this question earlier people have said that you know it's like the demisexuality of it where you've really got to be emotionally connected to a person first whatever the opposite of that is that's where i kind of sit yeah i need i need to find something about Mm -hmm. you attractive in order to be sexually attracted to you like i can't i I couldn't think of anybody that i would want to have sex with that i didn't find attractive so physical appearance definitely is a big factor to me these are video game characters that we're talking about so there aren't that many that aren't that attractive but then that also plays into the point that that's why i don't think that i'll ever romance blackwall is because I need to install some mods to make him look better. I don't like the frumpy <laughs> hair and I don't like the weird grizzled weird... lumberjack isn't your look. I, I literally just did that Roman person for the first time. <clears throat> and I feel everything you're saying. How'd you <laughs> like it? Did you he, like his he was good? I it's funny because I don't like how he looks, but I picked a Kunari. So she could be way bigger than him. And it just, it just made it so much more hotter that it was like, oh, he has a big woman. Don't really like that he lies. But with the romance, I like that you learn about it earlier than, you know, later in the game. It's just like that, hey, he's not even Blackwell. I like that he admitted that shit. But then when it came to the end, I found it crazy that she would forgive him. And they was kissing in the phone room. I was like, y'all are crazy. But I like it. It, was, it felt good. It was a good romance. Okay. I mean, eventually I might give it a shot. Or when we cover his episode, I'll learn a lot more about it. I just think that he's one of the characters that I'm not really that physically attracted to. But then again, maybe that's along the same lines of, you know, I live in Portland lumber sexual was a thing for way too long of a time i've seen that man i don't need to be with that man <laughs> that's kind of funny because blackwall is like... give him a good big ganar woman <laughs> he'd be good what were you gonna say when uh blackwall is like kind of like my type <laughs> like mm. physically but but when like I don't know. I, I like when characters, when you flirt with them, they get flustered. I feel like there's an element of control. Like, you can, <laughs> because, you know, that doesn't really happen in real life. Like, I, I don't know how to flirt in real life. Like, that, 
and like i get i'm the one who gets flustered and like so if a character gets flustered when you flirt with them i'm like oh <laughs> i i got you that's what so like, made the black one cool. so cool mm-hmm. that's what i love the little just a little bitty line in mass effect 3 where you can like ask joker so what about us and then he's just like uh 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 it's my favorite you your world it. like he gonna break a hip V, when we do our Citadel dates, I'm going to add the Joker lines into it. Like when we, because those ones are so funny. Especially, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one. There's special dialogue if you've romanced Caden and then start flirting with Joker. And that is some Mm. good shit right there. He digs at Caden and it's hilarious. So. That'll be an upcoming episode when we break down. Because uh, I think the next couple of episodes are going to be breaking down the Citadel dates, where it's like only people who are in part of the Citadel DLC date. Uh, well, we've got one more with Samara, Thane, and Jack, and then it's mm-hmm. Citadel. Okay. But this next week is an interview that's coming out. So yep. that will be cool for you guys. Interview episode, and then, yeah. Fun, fun. So I think, Jen, like what you were talking about, Jen, I think that's what makes Judy my favorite. Because Judy's like, Judy for me is the total package. She is as hot as it gets, but I also think she's as cool as it gets. Like when I played through Cyberpunk the first time as a guy, I was like, I have to, as soon as I finish this game, go back because I want to be able to romance Judy because she's gorgeous. She's cool. She's smart. I just, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I remember. I've caught a lot of flack for my earlier statement about I don't I don't like to play as a female uh in an RPG. And I've had people be like, oh, you know, start listing all these games. I'm like, no, 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 no. I love Laura Croft. I love Aloy. Like if it's if that's the main character of a series, I will totally still play the game. But if it's a role-playing game, then I don't feel I I've never been a woman, so I can't I can't know what that feels like. So I'd rather not play that role. Yeah, the same way. I always pick a woman character, a female character, if I have a choice. Because why wouldn't I? I'm a woman. I want to play as a version of me in the game. That's the whole point. So you, but can you can, Polly, you know, yeah, you can tap into like. I just I haven't I don't know why but like I can see why people would want to tap into like their more masculine side or something to play as a man in a game. Um, I just don't want to. I haven't even played Mass Effect as Bro Shep. <laughs> Never, not once. <laughs> well, the only exceptions I know in my immediate circle, as far as diff- playing different than what you are, is my one of my buddies, the guy who introduced me to my wife, uh, is gay and he plays he often plays the mass effect series as femship so he can you know get his garris love on because it's always garris um and then my wife uh when she played andromeda was finding it hysterical that she was pursuing the relationship with uh suvi so i enjoy playing as female characters i always do it whenever i get the chance I'm going to play as a, a lady. Uh, GTA, I create one. Uh, Red Dead, all the Mass Effects. Even though I played as Bro Chef, I prefer Fem Chef. I like that. I like tapping into that side. I like feeling 
especially with like certain little yard. I like how friendship, I like her swagger and she just, it just feels good to play as a, a girl character. I like, especially with like Inquisition. I love my elf ship, my elf Inquisitor. And I always do with, most of the time with Sarah. I like the challenges Sarah presents to an elfy elf. And I like also challenging her back. I, I like their vibes together. The two elves is really good. It, it gets me going. Every time Sarah, the way she makes me feel, I'm like, I have to, nobody else does that to me in the game. Not Bull, not Josie. This is Sarah. She just, she hits my nerves. It's like, you piss me off. But I, but I like that, that about you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I call my husband. You drink my out the well asshole. and she is pissed. She's ready to shoot you with an arrow. I'm like, don't ever do that to me again. I still love your ass, but don't do that to me. I love that shit. <laughs> I feel about Anders too. You pissed me off, but I still love you. Oh, don't you roll your eyes? That I was such a business. <laughs> but I, I fuck with you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like I I like playing as Mailship. Just to I'll, like, if it's like a first playthrough, I'll usually play female. But like, if it's like a second, third, fourth, then you know I might throw in a male there mm-hmm. to like uh, mm-hmm. spice things up, and you know hear the voice acting as well. You know, so and see how it feels different, and you know, kind of feel what it's like to have um unwarranted confidence (laughs) i think that this might actually be a good secondary topic for tonight about playing different genders in games because we do have a lot of different uh video games that have either both uh like a female character and a male character or games that put you in it like there's Geralt of rivia you can only play as a man or Tomb Raider, where you can only play as a woman. So I think that that might be an interesting topic to get more into uh, right after our break. See, it's like I'm a professional podcaster or some shit. I know how to segue into these things. So let's like on time, too. Right? I think it. Like, Your voice is great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> It is time for the mid-break dance. Everybody get your groove on while we start thanking our patrons and listening to sponsors of the show. And, oh, we don't have any fun facts. Or do we? I can't think of any fun facts. Um, <laughs> I didn't put them because I was like, do we do those for patron chats? I, didn't, I just deleted it because I forgot. Nope, and fun I didn't fact. even... Oh, fun fact. The fun I don't fact have I have is I, I put this script together while we were talking already, so yay. Fun fact, I don't even have this script up because I didn't know it existed yet. <laughs> oh yeah, I made it because you said you wanted one. Aw. Fun fact, I, <laughs> I love I, you. Yeah. Aw. Fun fact, I love you too. I love how she made the comment of being a professional and then it's like, I haven't even done the script yet. <laughs> okay, well, our normal episodes, I al- it's always done well before our episode where our stream starts because it's an actual script. This is just like prompts so we don't forget to hit the mid-break and 
whatever you know it's not really anything nah that's why i didn't do it i didn't know she wanted one otherwise i would have done it wasn't meant as a jab i love you girls (laughs) okay Anyways, let's get to this uh, mid-break stuff, because last week we asked you guys to start leaving comments on our episodes and things like that. Apollo, congratulations. You get the firsties title again um, for leaving the first comment on an episode in Spotify. And that was on our tally episode. Uh, I also created a little poll on the Caden episode um which romance do you prefer the femship or the broship so now you can also answer polls if we go back in there and create them um i'm still playing around with it i'm still testing it out v and i need to sit down and discuss what all we want to do with spotify comments but i'm excited to read and any of them that come through we also have gotten more ratings Last week, we were at 91 ratings on Spotify. This week, we're at 96. So come on, lovelies. Four more so we can hit that 100. I want to hit 100 before our 100th episode. That's 25 episodes away. We can do this. 125 at 100 would just blow my mind. I don't know how to take the poll. It doesn't show up for me. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. Like I said, we are still playing with it. I might have not <laughs> done it right. Uh. But of course, I do need to shout out our amazing patrons, other than uh, we've got so many of you here tonight. Apollo and Toasty, Becky and Bat Knight, Cloudy and Wynn, Mystheos, The Cups, and Lizzie. I appreciate you all. Big heart, major loves. Thank you. Let's get back into it and talk more about gender equality. I don't know. (laughs) We're talking about the differences between playing as a female and playing as a male and the games that do allow it and don't. Because I think that's really, really interesting. And it does also bring up the we've we've had a conversation about uh, gender locked romances here before about like which ones do you prefer player sexual versus individual sexualities Um, and kind of like how that plays into it, because some of my favorite romances are gender locked. And so if I want to play that one out. I can't always be the female version of me if I want to be playing it that way. Um, And I think some of them just work better that way. I don't know. Thoughts people vibe with. Uh, Well, like I, I'm thinking of like the example, like using Mass Effect as an example, because I played that the most as both genders. And like, there's experiences as like, as a woman that you don't get as a man, like a, prime example is like in Mass Effect 1 when you talk to Harkin he's 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 a big old dick to you and like as a man I mean he's still a dick but like he doesn't like he's not misogynist you know mm-hmm. so like I think a man playing it would benefit from playing as a woman to kind of see like this is what women go through you know like even though that's like that was that was like a really 
sexist dialogue to experience. Like I think as a man, a man playing it, you can like understand like, yeah, this shit happens all the time. Like you might be a good guy, but you know, there's guys out there who are not good. Howdy. You had something? There's also another quest if you're a female shepherd who's a renegade. Um, they send you to negotiate with like an actual terrorist. And if you're a female shep, he'll comment on it. And it's like, why'd they send this bitch to negotiate with me? And it's an extra line that only female shep gets. And I shoot that motherfucker down. Yay. Fuck yeah, I remember that shit. There's also... You don't have to the... be a renegade to get that, do you? You have to be primarily renegade to get that one. Yeah. If you get primarily Paragon, then you get a different side quest. Um, in Mass Effect 2, there's also the uh, Batarian um, for the Archangel quest. Quest. Give me one thing. Mission. Um, he tells you that stripper, stripper auditions are in the other room. But Broshep doesn't get that. <clears throat> but then on the other hand, in Mass Effect 3... You get a really, really good conversation with Eve, Lady Bakara, the female Krogan, talking about how special it is to Eve to see a woman in such a place of power that Shepard is in. And so that's a really meaningful conversation that bro Sheps don't get. So I also... I find it interesting that there's so many examples in Mass Effect because I'm trying to think of something I know of for Dragon Age, but I can't really. Like, does uh, anyone know of any Dragon Age, dif- like that kind of difference? It seems yes. pretty egalitarian. Oh, okay. I think there's in Dragon Age too. there's a, a prostitute who comments on like how pretty you are if you're a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's Dragon Age 2 makes but... sense because you're like specifically a hawk sibling, whereas the other two Dragon Age games are real RPGs. Maybe that's why Mass Effect's so different is because you're Shepard. You're either Femme Shepard or Bro Shep. So they kind of can tailor it a bit more. There's only one or two possible scenarios, but the other games, Dragon Age, there's like a shit ton of scenarios. Same with Dragon Age 2, though. Like you're either male hawk or female hawk. Oh, sorry, Mary. Well, and then, of he course, there's it. the big controversy that we talked about, about how Anders comes out to a male hawk, but mm-hmm. says absolutely nothing to a female hawk about his sexual identity. Same with Caden, really, in the third game. Like, True. Yeah. I can see why they did that, because it's like that sexuality doesn't, quote-unquote matter right like you wouldn't think of it because you just oh he's straight like if you're playing female but that's the problem yeah right the bi erasure thing like i see how they did it they also just need to not do it day day in chat brought up the city elf origin that that in dragon age origins that's a good one i played that's really good you guys remember that one yeah i played all the origin stories and that one was the most awful i feel like because yeah when you are a female city elf, like part of that origin story is you get, I don't even know. Can I say that on Twitch? Like yeah. you get assaulted. Yeah. But make sexually. So, oh. well, they imply it heavily. Right. That is about no. to happen. And you get like, it's, it's totally different vibe when you're getting attacked at your, your wedding. Um, it's horrible. Totally I totally forgot about that. I've only played the male city elf origin, so it was my 
wife that got stolen. So I didn't yeah. know that if I was playing female, I would have been the You're one the wife. that got stolen. Yep. Fun fucking times. Holy shit. Oh, I suppose one other one I could think of. It's not bad, but like if you play the noble dwarf origin as a female dwarf, you can kind of romance Gorum. You're like second, your little right hand guy mm-hmm. who's voiced by Steve Bloom. It's one of my, that's actually one of my favorite origin stories because of that romance. <laughs> oh, God, mm-hmm. I like romance, but it's so cute. I don't think you can do that if you're a male dwarf noble origin. See, I like when playing Mass Effect. I actually enjoy playing Femshep more. But my bro ship, he he hits different. He he hits different. Like I love romance him with Jack and being a biotic as well. I like I like their vibe. Even though you could totally fuck her in the second game and then, you know, she don't she won't want to mess with you the rest of the game. I didn't realize that at first. And so going back and actually like building through a romance and breaking through Jack's walls. I really like, I like their vibe together, especially getting to Mass Effect 3, where she's done change and she's grown. And I wish she was in it more, but I, I, I love their city. I love every time you see her, they down. She down with them. The first time y'all meet, punch them in the face, but like, still love you. You're, you're dumb as hell, but I still love uh, I love them together. Just broship. He just gives a different, like, I like how Femshep is, but Broship, especially playing as a guy, I see his flaws, but he, I don't know, he's still interesting. Man. I, I really like him, but playing as Femshep going through the romances is, is way better. I like playing, I like the VR romance, especially. I think they, 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 they gel really well together. Yeah, I do think that a lot of the bisexual romance options or player sexual romance options definitely hit different depending on which gender you're playing as. Disagree on that. Yeah, I had an interesting thought. I don't know if this is a good sample size for this question, but um, for when for the the men folk in the room. When you are playing as a, a game as a woman, like for instance, Horizon, Forbidden West, Zero Dawn, playing as Aloy, you don't have a choice. You're you're playing this character. Do you guys care? Does her femininity, woman body, like affect you in any way? Does it matter to the story? Because like for me, when I'm playing a game, I there's very few times I notice I'm playing as a man. Like if I'm a girl, like for instance, yeah, when he's like extremely sexualized like looking at all the women and stuff to me i'm like oh this isn't for me like i can see that but otherwise i could play the story just fine does that kind of thing happen to you guys reverse i think for me so i think if i were to list all my favorite voice actors other than troy baker it's all the women so like just playing with playing with as with ashley birch in my head it doesn't even matter like it's just i get so into the character because she's so good at it like i don't i don't feel any different playing as a female i've played enough games now where i play as i don't care which i i want to play as both genders when i can that i don't really don't i don't really notice a difference 
for me if I'm playing as a male or female, but it helps that if I'm playing Horizon, I got Ashley Birch in my ear. If I'm playing Last of Us, I got Ashley Johnson in my ear. Like I just, I have these incredible female voice actors in my head, in my ear the whole time. It's just, it's, I like it better. I'm, I'm probably going to catch flack for this, but I'm going to just throw it out on Front Street. Um, the example you gave, you know, Horizon, I have, I have played that. I haven't finished either one of them. My wife has like multiple times. Um, I, however, played uh, the Tomb Raider series, uh, particularly with, I was not a fan of the original Tomb Raider for whatever reason, but when, uh, since the reboot, I have been super invested into that character and that story. And uh, I don't know how else to say it. I have had a crazy crush on Laura Croft since the original, since the reboot of Tomb Raider. And so, you know, does it change playing as a female character just because I find her fun to look at. Well, I think that's valid too. I'm attracted to my bro ship. Like when, when we even talked yeah. about it in the Miranda episode, I'm not looking at her ass. I'm looking at my man. Cause that's me. Like I'm looking good. My bro ship's going to happen. Well, you I mean, have I, to play that on a big anything, screen TV. You're not going to miss her ass. If yeah. anything, I, uh, you know, I, I think of it like with me, you know, the player me sitting there is like the voice in her ear. So there'll be dialogue options where I'm like, Laura, no. Or there will be other instances like the scene in the island at the beginning of the first uh, reboot where I'm like, get off my girl. <laughs> yeah. So for you playing as a oh, female sorry. character, you can't so you can't dive so much into I'm playing as me. You're like, I'm just the little devil and angel on the shoulder helping guide the choices. I, I guess you can look at it that way. Yeah, because that's the headspace I go into. But then again, at the same time, you know, with the Tomb Raider games, having the puzzles and everything, <clears throat> every time I complete one, I, I I have had genuine moments where I pull off the happy Gil or the Billy Madison line, like, I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> See, I think I'm the exact opposite because I feel like they're in the voice actresses are in my head kind of helping me go along. Like I, I see it as the almost the exact opposite of that this is why i love patron chats we get to talk about hmm. so many different ways that all of our brains work and do things i yeah. i love that how the rest of you guys feel when you when you're playing us somebody a character that you uh, rpg it you have to just play as them and they don't their body doesn't match yours visibly do you does it affect how you guys see them or can you still like immerse yourself I love immersing myself in the female character. I, I, I like that. Most games, if I can, like my favorite game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I love playing as Cassandra. She just, everything she's about, I feel that her journey, I feel like I'm with her on that journey. I feel like I'm her. I, I, I love doing that. I love diving into that side of me as a being a female character, I don't know, it's, it just feels good. Like, any game I play, if I get the option, Eivor, Wolf Kiss, yeah, I want to play as her. I want to feel the world through her eyes. I want I want to share that experience, that journey. I I love that. Everything, even with, like, Shep going through the shit with Harkin, I feel that for her. I'm like, you would, don't say that to me. 
male, female, don't say that to me. I'm a person. I kick your ass. I I feel that. I love immersing, being a character. That's the best part of these games. It's RP. It's, it's the best part. And you just feel it. You want to feel it. I, that's, that's my shit right there. Audi or win? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I really we're like, no, you go, you go. Um, typically, if I'm given the option, I'll pick female, and I don't think it's I pick a woman because I am one. It's just like I've been playing video games since I was like three or so, and like I've never been given the option to be a woman. So like, whenever I pick, I'm always going to pick like a female character because it's like. I can go, I can go get Witcher 3. I can play a lot of games. Like I can play Uncharted and you're like, default is male. And everybody's always like, oh, well, like man should be the default. And I'm like, no, it like shouldn't have to be this way. So I'll always pick the female characters. And like Wynn said, she usually plays male ship on her third run. I think it took me like 10 runs of Mass Effect to play a male ship because I was just like loving the fact that I could just play as a female ship. And just like, I ran through all the romances. I did everything just so I could, like enjoy it do you know what i mean but like when i play gerald i'm not like oh i can't connect with him because he's a man like i'm i'm just like oh this is so good like i i love gerald like he's one of my favorite video game characters and i still connect with him but like if given the option i will always pick a woman in the character builder when uh yeah i mean like i i enjoy when i play as a male character even though like even though I'm a woman, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I still have like pretty masculine qualities. So like, I'm like, okay, I can like channel like the masculine energy through this character. So it's like nice, you know, and the same with men who like can channel their feminine qualities through a female character. And then mm. like the romances, you can experience all the gender lock romances on the other side. Yeah. Oh, uh, many a time I have said that my, my, Male hero of Ferelden, my male hawk, and my bro Shep are all assholes. And it comes down to the fact <laughs> that mentally in my headspace, when I get there, I now have a dick. I can be a little bit more of a dick. And those tend to be like my more asshole renegade playthroughs. And I don't, I know that that's just like a me thing, but. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm playing a testosterone-based character. I feel like the aggressive tones and the aggressive choices come more naturally to that character than I do when I'm playing my female versions of them. Because my first playthrough of Mass Effect was a pure paragon. Every blue choice. I didn't even pull a renegade interrupt trigger until my second playthrough on my femship. <laughs> I feel like I just am me no matter what. I always do the, like, whatever I would do and just force, like, Geralt or something. Like, I'm always like, mm, I wouldn't romance this person or say this thing to them or do this that way. So I'm going to do it this way. Even if he's the man, I'm making the, I'm making the choices. <laughs> Can I ask one question that Cloudy made me think of when she said something? Like, what one, what one playable character does everybody connect with the most? Mm. Ooh, that is a good question. You mean of a non-RPG variety, just like here? Do you have they to pick a character, playable character that you can play? Oh, Nathan Drake. 
Family man. I get that. Aloy. Cassandra. Cloudy, you took mine. I'm Aloy as well. What was the question? Name a character that you connect with the most. Like a a PC character, a player character. Oh, that's... Uh, Cassandra, from which game, Missios? Or is that the Assassin's Creed one? Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Yeah, I connect with her the most. I'm an adventurer. I like uh, about her. Jin Sakai, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my god, when I literally just thought of Jin Sakai too, I'm not even joking. <laughs> That's crazy. It's either that or it has to be Abby from Last of Us Part 2 because damn, she affected me. Abby's my number two. Mm -hmm. She's like right there behind Aloy. Yeah. After her greatest sin, of course. That's when I connect with her. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. I'm so glad no one's sleeping on Jin Sakai though. I love that man. Mm. That game. Amazing. Bless those hot saunas. Oh. Oh, I know. <laughs> I gotta say, the I combat in that game is as smooth as it gets. Like you it just was, seamlessly yeah. go from stance to stance. Man, it was smooth. Beautiful, perfect, wonderful. My favorite part still writing haikus, but I know we have to finish now because Jen has a thing in like five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? I also needed to think of an answer for that, and I th- think maybe Geralt. I don't know. That one was really, really tough. And I say Geralt because rough exterior will only truly fall in love with people that he trusts, but can also whore it up. Uh, (laughs) And, but is also really protective of his daughter. There you go. Sounds pretty perfect to me. Right? I yeah, I wish I'd played as Cassandra when I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I played as Alexios and it was a 308 hour game to me. I just I don't have 308 hours to start another mm-hmm. game. She's she's really interesting. I really like the voice actress Melisanti. She really like gives so much that Alexios he doesn't give, but Cassandra she's very fascinating. I love her. I think that is a really good space to wrap it up for the night. Uh, thank you all so much for coming out and hanging out with us and going on the tangents with us. I think this is definitely, we started at one space, ended up somewhere completely different, but that is all part of the two girls process. Uh, so let's go around the room ways that we can the ways that the listeners can reach out and contact you i know that all of us are on the robots radio discord and of course those one tip discord um but anywhere else that people can find you bat night you are first up on the screen um yeah you can find me on youtube and uh on twitch i'm just starting to get back in the swing of doing all that uh Get, finishing up my Midnight Suns videos on YouTube, and I think I'm going to start streaming the remaster of Alan Wake. Just Daddy Bat Knight with a K. Awesome. Apollo. 
Uh, I'm Apollo on the Discord. Uh, I'm not streaming anything. I'm in two years or whenever they bring Last of Us Two out, I will do a podcast. But until then, I'm not doing anything. Also, two second tangent. I went back and listened to our original Caden episode right before listening before we did our Caden Brochep one, and I was like, "You chatted in that one for the first time," and I was like. Paf, paf, Paolo, peef, fat Paolo. I called you a fapper, and I wanted to apologize for that. <laughs> well, no, I understood. That's why I changed it to like I put the PF small and made Apollo big, so that there was no more confusion. You weren't the only one that said that. I think I forgot other people said that too. I was like, all right, I got to change the way this looks. <laughs> oh, all right, and cloudy. Yeah, I'm Cloudy Atlas 22 on like Twitter, and I'm in the Robots Radio, like uh, Jen said. I'll be around. Win. Yeah, I'm Win. Uh, like and subscribe my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have one anyway. Uh, thanks for having me. Like, comment, and subscribe. All the things. Um, Mystios. Bomb this on Twitter, Stone Mistios. Just right. chilling. And in the Discord, I'm in the Stone Mistios. I'll try to get in more, but be Hey, you're getting back into the world uh, now that your work schedule is a little less chaotic, so we will welcome you back with open. Heck yeah. All right, and if you would like to hear more of me, you can find me on the Cyberpunk Lorecast with my co-host, Toasty, where we talk everything about the foundations of the past, state of Night City today, and the news of the future for all things cyberpunk. And just the other day on Twitter, we found out that we will be getting a major update on news about Phantom Liberty in June. So I cannot wait. Thank you, CDPR, for giving us updates in my birth month, June. Uh, come give us a follow on all the social medias and on patreon.com slash twogirlsoneship. Links to those are in the description. I'm on the Robots Radio Discord as well and on our own Two Girls, One Ship Discord server where we nerd out on all our favorite CGI significant others. And be sure to check out our live streams on Twitch on Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Our podcast episodes release on Mondays because you need at least one good thing on a Monday. So, thanks for listening. And remember, beauty's in the eye of the controller. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.